Great to have you here with us. As always, we have an awesome guest. She also happens to be my awesome cousin. It's Shakiva Hayes here with us. And today she shares on her journey of how she was a full-time mom, well, still is a full-time mom, but also doing full-time school as well. And how she had to wake up super early in the morning to get to classes in Sac State while living in Fairfield, California. They're not exactly right next to each other, so it's pretty far. But it pretty much is inspiration for anyone out there who feels like maybe their life is too busy or maybe uh, their time of college has, that season has passed them. Well, that season can be for anybody, no matter your age. So hope this inspires you today and tune in. Ooh, let's go. Welcome to the Catch Up After College podcast. We're catching up after college on the lessons of life lived by leaders. We're a safe space grounded in grace and our aim is always to aid. We may be post-graduation, but we're never post-education. I'm Isaiah Brown, your host. Thank you for tuning in today. And today we have an awesome person who happens to be my awesome cousin as well. It's Shakiva Hayes with us. What's happening? Hey, how are you? Pretty good. Just chilling, you know. It's summertime, so, you know, hanging. Yeah. Yeah. How's the weather like down there? Are you in Fairfield? Yeah, um, I'm in Fairfield, California, and it's pretty warm right now. Super warm, actually. I have my air on all day, so. Dang, like 80 or higher than that? It's about 80. Okay. Dang. Okay. I prefer dry heat. I hope it's not humid out there. That's the worst. <laughs> I prefer uh, medium heat. <laughs> yeah, there you Nothing go. Cool, but and uh, relaxed and comfortable, but not too hot, not too cold. Yeah, true that. Cool, cool. And I know that's COVID season right now. There's not much you can do during the summer. But yeah, do you mind giving us your top three activities summer activities you would usually do in the Bay Area if it wasn't COVID season? Um, I would normally probably be out at a park somewhere with the kids or at a swimming place. Um, And then we have um, season passes to Six Flags and Waterworld. So we're usually at those too. Yeah. And a whole bunch of soccer activities. <laughs> yeah. Dang, that sounds like fun. But hopefully next year, I guess. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah. Awesome. So do you mind telling us where you're from and can you tell us what your life was like before you went to college? So I am from Vallejo, California. Um before college. Um, when I very first started, I had already had, um, one child, uh, my oldest daughter, who's 10 now. And then I had just had my second child, my son, 
who at the time was only six months, he was fully breastfed. So it was hard going to school, um, trying to, you know, work out a schedule to where I can still feed him and stuff like that. Um, so that was pretty hard. And then, um, I was in my same apartment that I'm in now. Uh, we've been sticking it out here, just trying to, you know, figure everything out as time goes by. But as I definitely, before college, um, I just decided to make the decision to do something better um, with myself, especially being that not too many on my dad's side, there was nobody for me who went to college. So I started late in life. And then on my mom's side, I had some cousins who are the same age as me that or like a year younger, two years younger who started going to college. But that was it. We don't really have too many um, examples of college in our family. So I started late, but I started. <laughs> yeah, that's what's important because you finished. You graduated when exactly? So I graduated with my BA recently, um, which was this year in May. And then with my AA, I graduated in 2017 from Solano Community College. And then this year from Sac State. Dang, you're doing that online? Um, Sac State, I had to drive. So I was going to class at my first class started at 730. So I would leave my house at 5.30 in the morning, 6 o'clock. I mean, well, really 5.45 at the latest to get there on time and trying to find a park and stuff like that and have enough time to walk to class. And then, um, but it was on campus. Um, I'm trying to go for my master's now, which would make me um, be online, fully online. Yeah. Dang, so many people come up with excuses on like going to college, like not going to college. So, man, you you really pushed yourself during that season. Oh, yeah, it's definitely um, no excuse as to why not to. Even while being at Sat State, I ended up pregnant um, with my third child. And so now I have a one-year-old baby. Um and I went back to school a week after having her. So there's definitely no excuse as to why you can't go to college. Wow. Dang. Okay. That's crazy. And were you going full-time or part-time? Full-time. Wow. My goodness. So I did have the ability not to go to work because um, my husband, Sean, he, um, he does work and he's the one who pushes me to really stay in school. I kind of be wanting to quit. I'm not going to mm -hmm. lie. Um, I have my days, but um, he goes to work and I stay home with the kids and do their um, extracurricular activities and schoolwork and stuff with them. And I do my schoolwork. So we made it a way to where it can work. Wow. That's crazy. And shout out to Sean. He was here earlier before we start recording, but yeah. <laughs> Cool. Uh, growing up, did you picture yourself going to college? Um, yes, growing up, I did picture myself going to college, not in this predicament. Um, I pictured myself going to college right away, and I wanted to be a lawyer. 
I want to become a family, um, family um, and law lawyer. I believe that's what it called. What it's called. I don't remember too much now, just because it's not what I ended up doing. But um, I did want to become a lawyer where I helped out families and help kids and um, you know with like divorces and stuff like that. So that's what I originally wanted to do. But then I got caught up in my own little ways and after high school and not wanting to go. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Is there anything you wish you learned in high school? Um, I wish they taught more of actual reality of life and how it really works. Um, I wish they taught things about like credit scores and not messing up your credit things about, um, maybe even some like home economic, like parenting classes, like, what it really means to be a parent so that kids won't have, you know, um, kids so young and early in life or, you know, and home ownership, stuff like that, entrepreneurship, things like mm-hmm. that. I wish they would teach in school and the, you know, just the basics and um, math and history and not even real history. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's so limited. I wish that it was more broad. Yeah, that leads me into the next question. Would you say you had a diverse experience in college, like in the sense that you're exposed to different cultures, mindsets, and people? Um, Actually, yeah. When I went to school um, at college, I actually seen elder people, younger people. I was like in the middle age. I thought I was old going to school, but then I would see like some people who were in their like 50s, 60s, stuff like that going to school. And then, I would see people who were um, gay, lesbian, people of all different races. You know, um, I even had a teacher, I had two teachers actually, back-to-back semesters um, who were transgenders. So, I mean, it was really diverse, something like I never really seen. Um, As far as teacher-wise go, though, I would say that I only had maybe two teachers who weren't white. Um, I had one black teacher who was from actually Jamaica. Um, and then I had one um, Asian teacher who was from China. So other than that though, as far as teachers go, it wasn't really diverse, but like the student body was really diverse. Yeah, okay. And going there, do you feel like you were treated the same as everyone else or how was the experience overall? Yeah, I think I was treated pretty fairly. I think we, I, I, it's safe to say that I was treated fairly about the same as everyone else. Yeah. That's awesome. Uh, You had that good experience and all that. And yeah, I would say over here though, in this area, you pretty much kind of get that. Um, I will say like there is like certain cities and stuff where you'll find like some kind of diversity um, issues or whatever. But for the most part, like in the Bay Area, I think you kind of it's I think it's pretty diverse. So you kind of get that treatment, but you do get a little different treatment in some cities and in some places. Yeah. How are things in Fairfield where you live? Um. It's getting better. I remember when we first moved here, my dad was pulled over and it was just me, my dad, my brother and sister in the car. And at the time, my dad had dreads and stuff like that. 
and it was kind of late at night, but not too late. And um, when the police pulled them, they automatically drew their guns. And my dad's like, wait, like my kids are in the car. It's just me and my kids, you know, and they're like, oh, well, you, your blinker blinked twice. And this is a high drug zone, which it was down the street from our house. And my dad's like, okay, well, I don't have nothing to do with that, you know, but it took them a while to undraw their guns. And then even then, like, it's just like racial profiling, you know, and then, um, I don't know, like I, when I came here from Vallejo, um, I used to have a lot of black teachers in Vallejo. When I came to Fairfield, I didn't have no black teachers. I take that back. I had one black teacher. She was in my sewing class, and um, that was it. I didn't have no other black teachers out here, though. So it was just like it was really different for me because I wasn't used to that. Yeah. And have you ever had to face some kind of discrimination Uh recently or in recent years um i would say maybe like it sounds bad to say but like normal discrimination like being a black woman you know like maybe like being following stores or um recently i was just um at walmart and i was scanning some stuff and the cashier he just keeps looking at me and it's just like what are you looking at? Like I'm paying for myself. And then I haven't got like, I had went back and got some waters, but I had, I had my other receipt in my hand and he's just like staring at me. I'm like, okay, like I have a receipt right here. Like I'm not stealing, you know? So, I mean, other than that, not too much really. I think it's a little easier for women than it is for men, but you still get um, a different kind of discrimination. It's just more so like in the stores and stuff like that. Yeah. And it feels like when stuff like that happens, you kind of have to prove your innocence, even though you're doing nothing yeah. wrong. You know, like, yeah. like you said, have your receipt out at all times and, you exactly. know, try not to look hostile. That all black, um, black women are angry. Look, mm-hmm. so yeah, that, and I already have a natural um, resting, like, they call it a resting, like, bad word face. Like, you know, I don't want to say yeah. it. But um, I already have, like, a natural, you know, meme kind of look to me. But I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's all good. You know, you just, what do you think is the proper response to when you're being treated that way? Like, like, what's your usual response and how do you think it could improve or any way? Or what do you think is the proper response to that kind of treatment? Um, to me, I just kind of kill people with kindness kind of thing. Um, it's just like sometimes I don't know them, like how for instance the walmart thing like usually sometimes they ask for receipts sometimes they don't and a lot of times you'll see them asking for majority of a color person's receipt versus a white person's receipt right and so for me sometimes i'll just walk right past them like it doesn't matter to me you guys didn't just check the last 10 receipts you're not going to check mine so i just kind of do that or either like um just kind of oh well you have a nice day you know just like I said, kill them with kindness. Uh, 
I, I don't have time to fight or argue with nobody. And if they have a way to prove that um, I did something wrong, then then we can figure it out. But until then, I'll just keep going about whatever I, I'm doing. Yeah, that's good for sure. And going back to college, can you recall a season of when things were extra hard? I know you said that you're full-time mom, full-time school. Was there a season where it just felt like extra difficult than it usually was? Uh, I had two of those and they happened to be like back-to-back years. I had one year, um, like I said, when my son was only six months old. Um, but like that following year in college, um, I had my grandmother pass away on my dad's side. and for me, like she was one of the biggest supporters when it came to college and came to school. Um, she was all about education. And so when she passed away, that was really hard for me, but it kept me to keep pushing and actually it pushed me to do a little bit better because I knew that like she would want that. Like I would call her and be like, hey, granny, my grades is this, 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 and this, you know, um, because it would get her really excited and stuff like that. Um, but I kind of just like, even though that was a hard season for me, I kind of just like pushed through it. And then um, the following year, my brother-in-law passed away from cancer. And at the time I was helping my sister with her son. I was trying to do my kids. Um, and I don't regret none of that. Like I really enjoy it. And it, it made me happy to know that even though I was going through something hard, I can help somebody else too, especially my little sister. Cause she's seven years younger than me, you know? And so although I was, I was helping her. I was learning from her still, even in that time. So those were two really hard times for me um, in school. And then also the time of, you know, being pregnant and going to school. It was hard trying to get up that early in the morning and all I want to do is sleep or um, I was falling asleep in some of my classes. I actually was telling my friend that today that you know, during um, class, I, w- I didn't know I was pregnant yet, and I would just be falling asleep, like, why am I so tired, you know, but I still just kept pushing through, and I mean, I think that's really just what you have to do, is that even in some of the most hardest times in your life, if you want to meet your goal, and even sometimes surpass that goal, you got to just keep pushing, you can't quit, you can't let the little things, or even the biggest things, because to me, those were all big things, you know, um, those were lives of loved ones and stuff like that loss and uh, a life given. So, you know, uh, you just keep pushing in. Um, actually, granny, my granny, your granny, uh, mm-hmm. was able to come down here and help me for a month while um, I had went back to school. So that helped a lot too, um, mm-hmm. after I had my baby. So that helped a lot. Um, Cause you know, my granny, you know how granny is, she comes down and she spoils the kids. So that definitely helped because I had someone here with me um, for that first month. So I just say keep pushing even in the hardest situations. Mm -hmm. And how do you personally concentrate? Like I can imagine like kids running around and all that. You're trying to read a paragraph. You look up, you lose your space again or something where you were like, how do you concentrate? Um, So I just, try to I keep my kids on a bedtime 
So I'll either get up really early in the morning and try and do something, or um, I'll try and wait till they go to bed. And because uh, my husband works a different shift, he works two to 10. If I get them in bed by nine o'clock at the latest, I have an hour to myself to try and do some studying time or some writing and stuff like that. And then sometimes during the day while the kids are at school and all I have is a little one, I'll get her down for a nap. Like now I have her down for a nap and try to get some things done while everybody's occupied doing other things. And that way I can focus a little bit more. Dang, I'm taking up your time right now. Then. <laughs> oh, you're good. You're good. I had right. time to decide just for this. And right now, the good thing is, is that I'm not in school and don't have school work. Um, but so you're good. Yeah. Take those summers off, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I've always taken summers off. Um, that's what I would say is a really good thing about um the major that I'm in is social work and they teach you to have self-care because it's so important to have self-care and so one thing i've always done since i've started school is i've always taken summers off to spend with my family like i don't i don't do school work in the summer times ever <laughs> yeah that's awesome and you get to recharge and then come back yeah. ready so and it's much needed mm-hmm. so what's the most practical way you put to use everything you've studied so far um I don't know. I kind of like use it on all the people around me. I was telling granny um, uh, that our family is my first social work case. Nice. <laughs> um, that all this COVID stuff is going on. So like with finding, you know, um, some new family and stuff like that, I feel like it was like a case in, in a, you know, for instance, because of all the trauma and all the, um, stuff that came along with finding new family like it's a good and like it's a bittersweet thing you know so um i just try to use some things like even with my kids and with my family and the people around me and even with myself you know just trying to you know practice those those ethics of being a good social worker mm -hmm. so What's been the biggest surprise of adulthood, marriage, or parenthood so far, or all three? Um, let's say parenthood doesn't come with a handbook. Mm, okay. <laughs> and so you just kind of take things as you go. Same thing with school. Um, it don't come with a handbook. Uh, you think that you're going to be done in four semesters, but really it might take you five or six um life life happens so i will say that and then um marriage um you learn something new all the time and like you have to keep you can't just get comfortable i will say that you would think that like you can but really you can't so yeah and kind of changing the subject a bit, but 2020, it's been a crazy year. How's it been for you personally so far? Um, honestly, um, I'm kind of enjoying it, to be honest. Okay. Um, it's taking, it's allowing me to take a time to slow down 
um, because I personally am always, always, always on the go. So it's allowed me, because with everything being shut down, it's allowed for soccer to slow down. It's allowed for school to slow down. Um, it does, you know, kind of mess with your mental health sometimes a little bit if you allow it, if you're not taking any breaks for yourself, because I've noticed myself just like kind of wanting to be snappy a little bit because I constantly have the kids and I'm not getting that break. And I was just telling uh, Sean that uh, I miss school because of it. Um, like, because as much as I couldn't stand going to school sometimes and I was over it and ready to be done, it was just like, at least that was my break away from everything else for a second. Like, it was just me by myself without everybody in my household or you know stuff like that around me so I was able to take some time to myself whether I want to stop on to at the store on the way home by myself anything so um I would say it's been pretty crazy but I'm also thankful that um God has allowed my family to stay safe and healthy and you know it's allowed for more family time as well um we're able to see Sean a lot more than we've seen him in months because with his schedule he's completely opposite of us so we don't see much of him so it's allowed for a lot of family time and you know that kind of stuff i i'm enjoying it and saving money yeah. i'm enjoying it. nice so two-part question would you say you're introvert or extrovert and how do you personally recharge mm. I don't know. I would say I'm like probably maybe 50 50 because I like being at home to myself and in my household, but then I also love being around my family. Like, I love family events. Um, so I would say that's how I kind of recharge is with family events. Like, I, I um, like to go and spend time with family. We have Monday night dinners at my mom's house. And then, like, you know, when we have our big gatherings and stuff like that, um, that makes me happy. I love seeing everybody. So I, as much as I want to say I'm an introvert and like to be at home to myself, um, I still love being around all the people that I love. I love being around my family and having a lot of jokes and laughs, like car laughs. So I definitely... Uh, that's my recharge. Yeah. Awesome. And you sort of talked about it before, but would you mind explaining again, what's your dream job and what you're working uh, towards? I am going to try and become a social worker, which kind of social worker, I don't know yet. I've learned that there's so many different kinds of social workers. Um, I thought I originally wanted to become a child welfare social worker, um, but I recently did an internship with um, a place for abuse victims and victims of violence, and I really enjoyed that as well. So my mind's kind of everywhere right now. I kind of just really want to just help people, really. That's my biggest thing is trying to help those around me, help those in the community, and um, those who really need assistance. Mm -hmm. Awesome. And 
I'm guessing on those long car drives to Sacramento, do you have any good resources you use, like music podcasts or something like that? Um, <laughs> um, I really just listen to music, but I listen to, because I don't have my kids in the car, I listen to the most ratchet music I could probably listen <laughs> to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so... Yeah, I, I definitely listen to a lot of stuff in the car. Um, I listen to some TED Talks and stuff like that sometimes. Um, but yeah, that's my time to myself where I can just listen to my my ratchet music. Hey, it's real. <laughs> <laughs> they don't have a clean version for everything. so No, you know. they don't. They really don't. <laughs> clean versions is still not even that clean so. exactly yeah it's like, <laughs> oh, i still heard it but yeah right so uh as we're winding down towards the end another two-part question if there's one thing you cast your future self what would it be and if there's one thing you could tell your high school self what would it be um I know for my high school self, I would tell myself to go to school, straight out of school. Don't let none of that stuff get in your way. And honestly, I was going to go to the military. I was actually, I passed my test for the army and all of that. So I would tell my high school self to just go ahead and do it. That's probably like the best benefit you will get. And to um, just go with your first mind, go with your first gut and do that. Cause that helps with, that will help even with the kids that I have, it will help with their futures because they get free schooling and stuff like that. So not to be so discouraged by the little things in high school. Um, and for my future self, I would ask my future self, um, what, what will get me the most successful? Like what's the most important key I need to know to become the most successful person that I can be. Nice. That's awesome. And we we're talking earlier about diversity and pretty much how this world isn't equal treatment for everyone. If there was one solution, a person of any ethnicity, gender, social status could take to make the world more equal. What is one simple thing they could do? Love one another. No matter what a person looks like, no matter race, gender, sex, creed, you know, uh, origin, social status, uh, just to treat everyone equally. Um, and that means everyone, not just one race, not just your race, but to treat everyone with respect and dignity um, and with worth, including yourself. So definitely that, that I think that will be the solution. Awesome. I love it. Very simple. And, uh, thank you for coming on. And I just want to encourage you. I feel like you're really moving forward in what you're called to do, not only like in education, but as you seek God first, he's just going to take care of everything else. And when your focus is right, your path is it's always going to be clear. And I feel like your focus is like, it's right. It's right in the right direction. So keep doing what you're doing. Thank you. Yeah. Anything you want to promote at the moment? Any, anything 
you think should get more attention that you know about? Not too much. Maybe, you know, you can go follow Keith's Cakes on Instagram or something like that. It's good cheesecakes. But other than that, nothing too much. Okay. How do you spell that? Um, it's underscore, underscore, K-E-E-B-S-C-A-K-E-S, underscore, underscore. Dang, we could have talked about cakes. I didn't even know. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, good. Once you go back, I mean, once you taste them, you never go back. <laughs> oh, man, it's dangerous. Ain't no nations, ain't no cheesecake factory after that. Oh, man. All right. <laughs> well, y'all, y'all hear it here. Go check out those cakes and all that. But yeah, thank you once again for coming on. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Awesome. And for everyone else, until next time, as we're maturing, we're going to keep learning, stirring up, and chasing after what our creator created us to do. So have yeah. a good one, everyone. Peace. Bye. Bye. Thanks for sticking around for the Catch Up After College podcast. And you know, while you're there, you might as well subscribe. Because we got some good content coming out every single week. Either Tuesday or Friday. Check in. It will be there. And you know what? Might as well give a good review as well. Make sure to rate us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever else you can find us. And we'll just keep cranking out that great content for you week after week. If you know someone who would be a great guest for the show, the Catch Up After College podcast, or you just want to share some feedback, maybe there's some questions you haven't heard yet that you want to be heard, uh, I would tell you to email us at catchupaftercollege at gmail.com. Just for any inquiries, you can email us there, and we'll try to respond as soon as we can. That is catchupaftercollege at gmail.com. Hope to hear from you soon. Peace.